Welcome back to the Joke Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 184. And I, I see you're ready for the NFL season with your Allen Buffalo Bills, I don't know what you call it, headband? headband? Yep, Buffalo Bills headband, ready for uh, a goodbye to summer. It feels like we're at the cottage, it feels like fall. Right. And like not when we're up here fall, but like normal fall. Yes. Because the fall, fall up here is just cold. Right. And like maybe a little rain, a little snow, right? Some sleet. Uh, but yeah, we're we're ready for for football season next week. Yep. Next, uh, sometime next week between Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm guessing we're gonna do a final NFL preview. We'll do Super Bowl awards, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, today though, we're doing the AFC preview. Couple couple news and notes. Not not a lot. Um. The MLB wildcard race is probably what they wanted it to be last year. I guess it wasn't that bad last year. Yeah, well, I just I don't like the fact that, again, I should have put that in my bad, that they don't have that tiebreaker game. Like, it's it's not a sudden death one game anymore. Yeah, it bothers me. They'll use anything else possible yeah. to avoid it. Okay, well, flip a coin. <laughs> um, then we'll talk about the Austin Matthews extension and how are you – now McDavid is the Flyers' target. I guess, yeah. Drysidle, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't think he, they can keep both of them. And that'll be perfect timing. <laughs> uh, and then we'll talk about the FIBA World Cup and uh, the in-season tournaments. I will give you the Raptor schedule. Perfect. Uh, and then we have other stuff: Victor Hovland, U.S. Open, college football. Pick a side, and uh, you're bad, good, and great. But let's start. Baseball is still. The, the prevalent sport for a couple more Dep- days depends on who you're cheering for but yes you're correct um yeah no actually as a as a baseball fan i'm actually kind of excited for the yankees not to be in it well now you can kind of be a neutral party like i've already looked ahead i see the rangers and the jays have a four game series in toronto which basically will decide who wins that final spot i i would think yeah that would that would make sense uh, Derek Jeter is going to be a part of the Yankees old timer game for the first time. First, uh, yeah, I guess he feels old now. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Does, is he going to have to shave? Or uh, oh, that's a good question. If he's or, not a part of the, or is that the beginning of him coming back into the organization? As what? Who knows? President, GM, GM, manager. There's some yeah. There's some nervous, nervous manager and up people. In New York, and I, I'm and that's either New York team. <laughs> uh, we'll stick with the Yankees quickly. Of Aaron Judge, who apparently won't need toe surgery now in the off season. I guess that's good. That's such a weird injury. Like, has he rehabbed it to the point where now it's fine? I I don't know. I don't really know toes. <laughs> that's good. We should. We we know we know some toe experts. Maybe they can they right. can help us out. Uh, and also some call-ups. So there's uh, Peraza, who's coming back, who was right. on the team, kind of back and forth. Yeah, he just didn't quite make it. Uh, Pereira. Yeah. Jason Dominguez, who is the big – he's been hitting fifth tonight. Okay. Behind Stanton. And I can't remember his first name, but Wells, the catcher. Okay. Who's hitting seventh tonight. Interesting. The, Yan- the Yankees are going full youth movement. For sure. Well, the – just released Bader, 
and Donaldson, who both they both. I'm I'm not really sure how that works. Do the Yankees still have to pay, even though they released him and now they're playing for a new team and signed a new deal? I I have a feeling they still have to pay them. Probably because it's not like think. a mutual parting of ways. Yeah. So, but again, long overdue. This is probably a year too late to do this. Both of those moves? Yeah. It's interesting, the MLB waiver, waiver wire that just, I guess without the deadline, the yeah. second deadline. Right. It's just, now oh, we'll just give these guys up for free. Yeah. Uh, Walker Bueller went on a podcast and said that they should have a rookie Cy Young. Interesting. Named after Fernando Val- Venezuela. Yeah. Nice. I, it sounds like the country, but there's yep. an L in there. Yeah. Venezuela. It's yeah. It's pronounced Venezuela. Like oh. Yeah. Oh. Venezuela uh, is Venezuela is the country. Yeah. Venezuela Va- is the pitcher. Uh, the greatest Fernando. The greatest rookie pitcher of all time. For sure. Yeah. 1981. I think he was part of the Dodgers that beat the Yankees in 81. Oh. Um, I think, especially once Walker Bueller, the year he was up for Rookie of the Year, do you know who he lost to? No. Uh, Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, that's yeah, because like, they all have their own player and pitcher awards, so why wouldn't they have rookie pitchers and regular players too? Like, It's just adding that's, more awards. Yeah, and again, like a pitcher, you're only playing every five days. Like Spencer Strider, who's a Cy Young candidate this year, last year lost Rookie of the Year right. to his own teammate. Yeah, yeah. They again, MLB has a lot of awards. What just add another one? It's not gonna hurt to add more. No. no. Um, Pete Alonso, who <laughs> probably the second most fascinating thing is that he threw uh, Mason Win for the Cardinals. He got his first career hit, and he. Threw the ball into the stands because he didn't know it was his first hit. Ouch. But then he also has reportedly said that he's not going to go after fly balls because the Mets want to trade him. Wow. And no one believed it until the other, it might have been last night, a pop fly right behind first base and Jeff McNeil had to run over from second to catch it because Pete Alonso wasn't going to catch it. Wow. At that point, do you not just take him out of the field? For sure. Like that, it, How is that any different than, and it's happened many times, we've seen it, where the batter doesn't run out of the box to go to first, and right there he's pulled. It, it's Or the Reggie Jackson, Billy Martin, he pulled it, it, same thing. Pull I've, him. I've never seen that defensively. That's No, no, exactly. Because when you think about it, baseball is very – very much an individual sport when you're hitting that's just you you are part of the team but when you're out in the field you're with the rest of your team out there so that's really not a he's not the captain is he by chance no i don't think Do they so. have one uh i don't think so hmm. interesting so but, pete alonso catch him on a new team next year yeah i i, I can't believe buck would let that get out of hand because i think he's a really good manager but again, I think he's a better commentator, so I'm happy he's going to get fired, and we'll see him back on the airwaves next year. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, in a span of four games, had 17 hits. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, he's been out the last couple games with a a sore foot injury, but these these Mariners, they you called it. 
Yeah. I'll give you that victory lap there. There you go. Thank you. They're going for the division now. Don't worry about the wild card. <laughs> We're not going to break any Blue Jay hearts. Not in the first round. No, it'd be kind of... I guess it is... Pot. Oh, no. First two seats get a bye. So. Right. And it's not like Minnesota's catching them. No. Minnesota, I looked at their schedule, too. Boy, this under 500 division winner might happen. <laughs> uh Shohei Otani has a torn UCL, not going to pitch for the rest of the year. Uh, according to, I think it was Jeff Passan or someone said that this injury costs him $100 million in free agency. I'm sure because, again, we've, ta- we've talked about this a few times. Like, I think wherever he goes, I don't think they're going to want him to pitch. I think they're just going to want him to hit because these injuries are not h- hitting related. They're pitching related. Yeah, the day after he tore his UCL, he was in the lineup. If, yeah, but now he's not the same player because, like, he can't pitch. I think you, again, I think this was off air, but you had a great idea for Shohei Otani. What was that? Go to the bullpen. Yeah. Why do you have to be a starter? Exactly. If you're that, yeah. And 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 you, like you said, he did it for Japan, Japan in the World Baseball Classic and won. So, like, wouldn't that be easier on your arm being the closer? And it's not like he, he has he has endurance where like maybe he could pitch two innings, but right. why not use his abilities? Like, is he a be- he's a better hitter than he is a pitcher? Absolutely, but he's a great pitcher too, though. It's he's, he, like his numbers are, are like, is he not the best pitcher on the Angels? Like, I know it's a bad example, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would be a top three on any team. Yeah, in, yeah, in MLB, right? So. But yeah, I, like just why not use him as a closer or a setup guy? Yeah, just a bullpen just, role. Yeah, then then you could probably use him more for pitching, and now he's probably less likely to get hurt. But again, yes, he's probably going to lose. But instead of losing a hundred million, maybe now you're going to lose forty million. Yeah, because whatever, like the hundred million he's losing is probably like six hundred million to five hundred million. Right. Yeah. So not- yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know if we've talked about Steven Strasburg recently, although it would be fun to see him on a Nationals team that's been, like, the sec- the best team in the second half. Yeah, like, they might not lose 100 games. <laughs> they might not. <laughs> um, but he is planning to retire due to injuries, and I just want to shout out, in the 2019 playoffs, this guy threw 34 innings in the playoffs, and he's really the, the Iron Man of the MLB, not in terms of playing a lot of games because he got hurt a lot. Yeah. But he sacrificed him his career basically to yeah, win to a win. World Series and right. beat the Astros. Right. Yeah. And, and now it's he's pitched like 30 innings since then. Right. And that's always the big question. Like that that would almost be like a pick aside. We may have already done that. Do you go all in to win one year and then never win again? Or do you want to be competitive and have a chance to win every year? All right, I'm going to put that in the back pocket. Okay. That's that's a future right? pick aside. That, I just it's a that's a tough call because some teams have done it. Because you could argue either way of like, yeah, but you want a championship you, like the Lakers or the Rams, right? That's what you want to do. And in football, I think is easier than other sports because those teams are never the same every year. But, you know, and, you know, you see it in hockey, teams go for it. Like, I, I would think of, would you rather be at Colorado is probably a bad example because they're going to contend for a while. Same with Vegas. 
Tampa, all the recent winners. But like, yeah. I, I guess the would you rather be St. Louis? Right. There's a good example. Or Carolina. Right. Carolina's in the mix every year. That's right, but haven't won it. Whereas St. Louis is kind of in the mix too, but and they and have they a championship. It. Yeah. Uh, Mookie Betts made his long-awaited return to Boston. I'm surprised it took took this long. Yeah. It's been he, a Dodger for like three years. And he got a standing ovation, and I, I was so impressed with his numbers. Hitting 316, 36 home runs, 74, I think it was, RBIs. Like, those are great numbers, and especially in today's MLB. And he might not even be the MVP. Right, That's even more incredible. <laughs> that Ronald Acuna has 30 home runs and – yeah, thirty home runs and sixty stolen bases. I almost said it the other way around. Right, might have. That would be a pretty big deal to hit sixty home runs before September. That's some steroid era. The the commissioner of baseball is. It's funny you mentioned steroids because he's got to be patting himself on the back with the new rule changes because they have worked out. I'm not going to say anything less than magnificently at this point. Yep, all, all of them. And there's there might be some more to add. Uh, one of those being the pitch clock, which there will be no pitch clock changes for the playoffs. See, and you were a little, you wanted it. You you wanted a Just little, a little more, more drama, time. right? Yeah. Like, out of five seconds or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's not like it had to be any, if it was it, like, because it's can fi- be, 15 and 20 right now. Yeah. It if doesn't it's have to 20 be and 25. Right. And you could even say like for the last three innings or something. Right? Yeah. The seventh, eighth, and ninth, because that's kind of the drama part of games, right? But I guess I was told this early in the year that by the time they get to the playoffs, they're going to they, have a rhythm. Yeah, they won't want to wait that. And and they really, I think the players, pitchers and batters have it figured out. Like when they want that one moment to take a break, and they have as long as they want. Like that timeout can be, well, I'm sure there's a limit to it, but I mean – the umpire's never saying like, okay, you got to come right back into the batter's box or pitcher get back on the mound. They they give them sufficient amount of time to, you know, whatever they're regather their thoughts or whatever. So I would think the umpires would do the same, if not even a little bit more, in those dramatic Joe Carter moments. Yeah, I think the only thing, and it's still the pitchcom. They're, st- they're still having problems with that. I seen that. I. I, I but again, at least you got a backup. Like you have signs. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 you know, we've only been with the pitchcom for what two years. Like it's not like everyone's forgotten what a signal a sign is now. <laughs> like what's he doing there between his legs? Like, <laughs> Can he hit the button already? Yeah. Is he giving me the finger? <laughs> um, an interesting strategy by a couple teams that um are taking themselves out of the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Oh. Uh, that would be Bryce Harper, who just he won't. He's not going to recruit Otani to be a okay. Philly. Okay. And the Chicago White Sox, who their owner said oh. we are not going to be in the Otani race. Okay, so we don't want to win. Yeah, we don't want this great player. Right. And Jerry Reinsdorf. Anybody, if anybody remembers that name, old or I guess probably still the Bulls owner, but just deciding that you're not a part of it is kind of a weird move because. Is was Shohei Otani gonna be a White Sox? I'm I'm gonna go with a strong positive no on that one. The Philadelphia Phillies maybe that's a good team. They hit like 47 home runs in the month of August. Like that's that's a good team, and it would make sense to bring him to Philadelphia. But right. in in the bullpen, yep. If any team any team is smart out there, yeah, think. 
Uh, we've got Josh Donaldson released by the Yankees, signed by the Milwaukee Brewers. Hitting 143 with, I think he had seven or nine home runs. So he could, whenever he hit the ball, it was out. <laughs> but I, I guess the running joke with him. Um, the trot thing? The, yeah, flipping his bat and trotting on a fly ball when he thinks it's out of there. And it's a, like a double and he gets thrown out. Right. And I guess there was lots of dissension in Minnesota. So, like, that's a bad – like, t- take a look at that trade. It's bad all around. Like, it, I, I would think they would – I don't know. They probably – both teams would say, we don't want either players. Just put them all on waivers and we would be happy with that. Because <laughs> IKF's the only guy that's still in the mix on any team and he's a free agent at the end of the year. And I – he might stick around. Like he, he's actually been the Yankees' probably best player this year, and that's sad. <laughs> Ultimate utility guy. Yeah. Uh, Bobachet back on the injured list again. Yeah, that's that's a bad sign for Toronto. If they had any hopes of making the playoffs here, that's that doesn't help. And now it's a, a right quad injury, yeah. and that lineup just looks so different without his bat in for there. For sure, someone who I think. Might be a little underrated in terms of how good of a hitter he is because his defense is meh. Yeah, I would say suspect, but yeah. He's not out there. Yeah, if there's a ninth inning and they had a great defensive shortstop, he would be in the game. Which was supposed to be Paul DeYoung, who they just gave right. up for nothing. Right. And hit a home run in his first game with the Giants. So maybe he just didn't want to be in Toronto. Yeah, didn't want to play in Canada. Uh, the LA, Angel- LA Angels put five players on waivers along with the the Yankees um Lucas Giolito Matt Moore and Ronaldo Lopez all got claimed by Cleveland wow who are now I guess going to try to make a run yeah I mean it's a scary team in theory yes because you don't have to finish 500 to win that division and get the number three seed like I don't even have their record in the standings because I just I think they were Six games under 500. And Minnesota was four games over 500. <laughs> um, that would be correct. Yep, five games. Cleveland, five games back in Minnesota. Uh, so the trio goes to Cleveland. Hunter Renfro and also Harrison Bader from the Yankees are going to Cincinnati. I was surprised by that because, like, I, like I, he overachieved when he first got there and became the playoff hero. Yeah. But he was kind of injured this year. Like I, I don't know for hi, for him. I don't think they gave him enough of, of a chance. Is the way I can. Josh Donaldson. Yeah, like he's thirty seven, going on fifty. He's past his prime. But I, I really liked the way he he caught the ball. Like his footwork was impeccable. Like he would get himself ready for a throw to any base by getting. Like he would back. He would go f- back step to get ready to, to throw the it, I don't know I, I can't explain it it just I, I've never seen that done before and it was just impressed me and he always wanted to be a Yankee and I, I actually I liked him I, I don't know why they got rid of him like I don't know what the plan is is he a free I wonder if he's a free agent yeah so maybe they try to do the Roldis Chapman bring him back yeah but you're giving him up for it's not like you're making a trade to get assets for him that's what I don't what you just let's let him try win a World Series is that the whole thing, and then we'll see if we can bring you back in the fall. Yeah, I guess we're just trying to do a favor yeah. to see if he comes back. Um, Bryce Harper joins the 300 home run club. That's impressive because he's been hurt a lot. 
but he's been also hot a lot. Yeah, very hot or hot or hurt. Yeah, is, or is plays the Harper career or yeah. plays hurt. Yeah, he had the tour right? UCL at yeah. one point. Uh, I guess he's. Oh, he was playing first base at one point. Right. I wonder if he's going to be back in the field or if he's just a DH, DH for now. Thank God, a National League. Again, another good rule change. Uh, which brings us to the standings check. American League, Baltimore, 83-50. and 50. That American League East looks upside down. <laughs> uh, Seattle in first place right now, 76-57. and 57. So They won nine in a row at one point. Uh, Minnesota, 69-65. and 65. Hanging on to the 500 mark. Uh, wild card, Tampa Bay, 82 and 52. They should have been the leading the American League East. With like, I can't believe they're still in the race, to be honest with you. Uh, Houston, 77 and 58. They should be the division leaders, right? Like, if you think about it, they're going to get a wild card, but really, they're probably the best team in the playoffs. Texas, 75 and 58, finishes off the. In in wild card spots, and, and they're just hanging on. They made some moves though at the deadline, right? They got Scherzer, like they've got some legit pitching. They've just they haven't. None of those guys have been there before. Uh, finally, the last team we'll mention in contention because um, we're not going to say Boston or the Angels or the Yankees, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, seventy three and sixty one, two and a half games back, and like you said, they have this looming series with Texas, which that, yeah. Is gonna bring that's gonna bring back memories. Yeah, exactly. 2015 and Jose Bautista. They should have saved his jersey retirement. Yeah, for, this. for that. Yeah, because they're gonna probably have to take three out of four in that series to make it, depending on what happens here in the next couple of weeks. But I figure it'll be they'll be two back or something like that. Because they have their next nine against Colorado, Oakland, and yeah. Kansas City. So they should, but again, should. We'll I think see. I think it was that they should be seven and two to maintain, and they should in the, playing those three teams. Uh, National League, Atlanta, eighty-eight and forty-five. I think they are the team to beat in the National League. Is there the? I, I'm just gonna trademark this now: the cruise control theory of like if you're in control for so long, is right. that actually kind of a problem? I don't think for Atlanta because they've been in that similar situation before. Like they, here's a here's a team here's a prime example of a team that's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, they have all their guys locked up for, yeah. uh, like, I was about to say decades, not decades, but a as decade. long as possible. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers, eighty-three and fifty. Yeah. Again, they're the. I don't know. What would they be like? The Houston Astros of the National League, where they just keep finding ways to win and they're pretty consistent doing it they got the pitching again they got the hitting they made moves they they probably have the number one payroll i would think in major league baseball but they'll be there they'll be there though it'll be i think them or the braves I can't, I can't see anybody else stepping in their way although the phillies seem to get hot at the right time and uh identical records the milwaukee brewers and the philadelphia phillies 74 and 59. Well, the Brewers, they probably put them over the top now with the Josh Donaldson signing. <laughs> Was that a pause for laughter for yes, everyone? That's right, yeah. Where's the laugh track? <laughs> like, the Brewers are just that team that I just I don't understand why they're good. Like, yeah, and like, I would never cheer for them. Why? Because, like, they, they're, they're 
not really trying to win. They're 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 like the Chicago White Sox without coming out and saying we're not going to go get Sh- Otani. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like, like they just stumble their way into being good. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the Phillies right now I think are the scariest team. Right. They would be, yeah, in my mind they're the dark horse and yeah, same thing with Seattle. Yep. You know, those are, seems to be the two hot teams heading into October. Oh, got a phone call. Um, then we have the Chicago Cubs, 72 and 62. Surprising. Especially without Stroman. Yeah. Like this is, they don't know when he's coming back. I guess that will be a good little boost down right. the stretch. Right. Uh, then we have the San Francisco Giants, somehow, some way. Yeah. 70 and 64. What Paul DeYoung. 2023. Wow. Because usually they're even. Even numbers is when they're good. <laughs> uh, Arizona, just outside the wild card, 69 and 65. Then we have the Reds, 61 and 60. 61 and 67? I think. Oh, no. 69 and 67. Yeah. they. That's the team I'm cheering for, but I think they may have fallen a little too far back. And this. Probably will be the last mention of them as a playoff team, potential playoff team, uh, the Miami Marlins at 67 and 67. Wow. How's that 400 uh, hitter doing? Haven't heard much. He must be down to about 330 or something now because he was, he was rocking the 400s average and going into June anyway. It was a good three-month run. Uh, let's... And they were winning, of course, at the same time. But now that they're losing, I'm assuming his uh, – Average is taking a bit of a uh, going Ooh. to the Mendoza line. Uh, Luis Araya is hitting 349. That's still pretty good. I'm surprised they're not talking about it. But interesting. Probably just because the, the Marlins, Marlins aren't going to make are, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, if he was on the Yankees, they'd be talking about that. You're right. Uh, that is it for the MLB. Let's go to the NFL. Only a couple, couple news and notes. Uh, the Ravens signed Jadavian Clowney. Oh, okay. Solid pickup. Yeah. Nothing. He was good. <laughs> he, before he was. Yeah. Uh, the Commanders beat the Ravens, ending their preseason winning streak. That was, I put that in my good, so I'll mention it now. That might be the best preseason game. I, I actually watched it here at the Cottage I because I wanted to see if they'd win, of course. Yeah. And it ended up being a really good game. And, and there wasn't, like, the, it meant something to the Ravens because here's what happens. The commanders score with like a minute left to take the lead. And normally in a preseason game, now you just take a knee. If you're the Ravens, right? Take a knee, you take the loss. They were going for it. I've never seen that before. Like you're, you know, risking the chance of injury. I know there's still your third stringers and stuff at that point. But yeah, they wanted to win that game. It was interesting. It definitely does. It, at that point, it has to mean something. Even if it's not your teams that have kept that streak going, it. That's pretty cool. And, and the one thing you have to remember, too, is preseason, you're usually playing the same team. So these teams are getting pissed off, right? Like, this is not the first time Washington's lost to Baltimore yeah. in the preseason. that They play each other every year. So if you're going back seven years now, yeah. like, that's a lot. Like That is true. Like, the the animosity in the room of, like, we want to be the guys to, to end the streak. That's what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, gained permission to seek a trade, 
one that never happened. The Colts wanted Jalen Waddle from the Dolphins, and the Packers had serious interests, which I don't really get. Hmm. But uh, Jonathan Taylor now on the the pup list, the physically unable to perform to start oh the season, so he will be missing the first four games. Interesting. Probably while other teams try. Yeah, There's going to be trade. some running back injury, and he'll get right. traded. Right. Exactly. That's all you got to wait for. Yep. Do we think he plays one game for the Colts or not even? No, I don't think so. I think he's he doesn't want to play there, and the Colts owner didn't want to trade him. So there's like, and then there was that issue of they had to go out out of state for a, <laughs> an injury uh, to get fixed, and yeah, just bad all around. Time to move on for both. Uh, the quarterback battle that everybody has been waiting for, uh, Baker Mayfield emerges victorious, beating Kyle Trask. Either way, that's, yeah, that might be okay if it was Oklahoma and Florida in college, but <laughs> yeah, that's, e. Still, it's in Florida. They're in Florida. Yeah. Probably going to win like four games, four or five games. We that'll be our on our agenda for next week, I guess. Over unders, and we have to do. Uh, we got to do the wins draft again. That right. was really fun, especially because I was really good at it. You were um, Trey Lance is a Dallas Cowboy. That this is th- this puts a bit of pressure, I think, on Dak. I think it's a good move by Jerry Jones to do this because now you got you've always had a a backup that he knew his role. He's a backup, whether it was Cooper Rush or whoever they've had there in the yeah. past, Dalton. Um, but now they've got a guy that he's young and he's eager and wants to learn and could take over and save the Cowboys a whole whack of money if he is able to perform as he was drafted. <laughs> yeah, that has to be one of the worst trades in NFL history now. now. for sure. To yeah. give up both, like a fourth-round pick? Yeah. The Cowboys gave up? Yeah, to steal. Uh, Matthew Stafford's wife? Uh, said that he can't connect with younger teammates. What, why is his wife? I, I like. I, I had to read that twice. I'm going like, is his wife also his agent or his publicist? Because then that's okay. But what is she just like? Is she in the press conference? Like, uh, move over, Matthew. I, I got something to say here. <laughs> like for, and then she said, "Oh, I put my foot in my mouth." But it's also. She didn't like backtrack anything, right? She didn't say, "Oh no, I didn't mean, mean to that." She's that. yeah. like, "Oh no, oops, I shouldn't have said, said that. that." Yeah, I'm telling you secrets. <laughs> uh, not a good, not a good look for for Stafford or the Rams, who I was I was hoping would have some kind of renaissance, but after reading about all these teams, I, yeah, they're four or five win team in my mind. Again, they're the, they won a championship. That's they can, you know. Hold on to that for the rest of their lives. Uh, we have uh, a Wisconsin bar offering free drinks if Aaron Rodgers loses. So they'll oh pay your entire tab. Wow. So anybody in Wisconsin, look at the Jets schedule. Pick your games carefully. Right. Don't don't go crazy if they're playing like the Browns. Because the Jets, the Jets are going to win some games. For sure they will. Yeah. Um. Then Mike Evans wants an extension in Tampa Bay, sets the deadline for the first game of the season, and I will just make this prediction now. Mike Evans is not a Tampa Bay Buck by October. Yeah, t- by the trade deadline. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what team goes and gets him, but yeah. 
That's yeah. he's gonna want to way win. out. Yeah, exactly. That's his way out, right? Like he just went through training camp and like he's getting overthrown by the two quarterbacks <laughs> that are trying to win a job. And he was like, "Yeah, Tom Brady to these numbskulls, time to I want to I want to raise." Okay, I went out then. <laughs> Give me a lot of money. Yes, or get me out of here. Uh, now it is time for the AFC preview. One question for every team. We're going to start in the AFC East. Uh, is the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl window closing? No, but they need a running back. How many years are we going to say? Like, Then there's been, again, the Colts have a running back that's available now. I, I just don't understand. I don't think they're up against the cap. I don't think that's the issue. But if they had a decent running attack, they're as good as the Chiefs. Uh, no, I think my only concern for Buffalo is just the defense. Like they lost Tremaine Edmonds, Von Miller missing the first four games. Right. So I could, I wouldn't be surprised if they start slow, but then if you look at the rest of that division, who is taking, taking the crown? Right. Uh, the answer is probably no one. Um, so Buffalo, we're good. We're, we're still... Everyone's good Buffalo, with Buffalo? Yes, they're one of the top three teams in the AFC. Which is really top four the teams league. in the NFC. If you, or, sorry, the NFL. Because it's pretty much just like Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Eagles. Maybe right. Niners. Exactly. Is and, your top five. And the Ravens, if you want to. But, again, I think that's the next tier. They're, they're the best team. Those are the Super the Bowl teams. Team. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got good playoff teams that, you know, obviously it's one game so they could win. Uh, for the New York Jets, is is the hard knocks hype too much for Gotham City? Yes, like this team's gonna go um, either eight and nine or nine and eight. Like they're good, but they're in a tough division. So you've got, I, I, I'm including New England in that because they're gonna play. They're gonna play the Jets tough. Um, like the only thing they have going for them, I think, is the fact that they did finish. Under 500 last year, so they probably yep. have a decent schedule. Yeah, they lost seven straight games yeah, to end last it. year. Yeah, not very good. Uh, I have to say, as this is my first year watching Hard Knocks, I think I'm a couple episodes behind. But like, the fact that team that people get so infatuated with teams through Hard Knocks kind of surprises me because like, I'm not watching this going, oh yeah, they're gonna make the Super Bowl. Like, that's not how I feel watching the show. I kind of just think of it on a human level of like, oh, these guys have cool personalities. I was telling you they brought in a mentalist right? that can, like, I don't know, read your mind, I guess. Yeah. And he had one of the players, oh, what do you think, uh, who's going to make the Super Bowl? And then he was like, well, we're going to make the Super Bowl. Who are you going to beat and what's the score? And he got it right. And then he said Jets and 49ers, which then became the most bet Super Bowl prop wow. after that episode, which... I just, I need to see it with Rodgers. Like he's he's doing all of the right things. Like this is yep. great PR that he's doing right now for sure. And he's talking about the offensive line. He's like, I'm not worried about it. It's yeah. a work in progress. And it's like, shouldn't something not be a work in progress a week before the season starts? And he's declining. It's not like he's 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 just had an MVP season. Like he yeah, we're two two years removed from that. Yeah, two so. years a year? No, two years. 20, yeah, I guess 2020, 2021, back-to-back. Back. Um, 
Miami Dolphins, I think everyone knows where this is going. It's pretty simple. Can Tua Tango-Vailoa stay healthy? That's the key. Yeah. His offensive line can give him a chance to throw the ball because they've got weapons galore down the field and across the field, running backs and defense. They have all the all of the pieces. They're a playoff team. They're they're in with Baltimore. They're that next tier of not quite beat, Super Bowl, but they could beat a Super Bowl contending team. I think. I'm honestly gonna say that I don't think they're. They, I think they have the best backup quarterback in the NFL too, Mike White. Oh, there you go. Um, if if he stays healthy, like that that Dolphins team last year when Tua was healthy was the best offense in the NFL. Right. I don't know if statistically they were, but if you right. watch them, yeah. they could score any point, yep. any any distance, really. Uh, I'm also going to just spray a little caution of, like, Jalen Ramsey was picked up by the Dolphins, but he's not playing until November, December. Right, and again, this is Jalen five years later after his all-star seasons. Yeah, after, after a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, finally, in the AFC East, uh, can Mac Jones progress now that he actually has an offensive coordinator? I think so. Like, I think they're again eight and nine, nine and eight, but somewhere around there. Their defense is going to carry them. Yeah, and I think I think everybody knows that. Right. But the question is, like, also like around Mac Jones, is is there enough there? Like, they pick up Zeke, which right. is a good move. But like, is that is that moving the needle? Is that making the no, Patriots a playoff that, team? No, they're probably going to be one of the best fourth place teams. Like, take the points with yeah. New England. Yeah, they're not going to get right? blown out. No, unless Mac really throws them out of games. Right. Um, on to the AFC North. Um, do we have a better offensive line for Cincinnati? And yeah, I guess that's really just my question. Uh, I would think, yeah, it's not going to be worse than it was last year. But we already have an injured quarterback without even getting touched with a pinky finger. So that's that's the bigger concern I have. I mean, he is back at practice. So I'm not saying he's not, but like that could be a lingering all season. Anytime he takes a step out of the pocket, uh-oh, we'll get a pull a hamstring here. So you're you a little down on Cincinnati this year? A little bit, just because of that injury situation. Until they can tell me like 100, percent yeah, he's not. It's not going to reoccur. But I don't think you're going to hear that from them. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson has new weapons. He's got a lot of money. Is that enough to stop the the Bengals, who would be the first team since I don't know the Steelers to win three straight division titles that, with this division? That's a possibility. That's a possibility. That's yeah. That's to me. That's a uh, flipping a coin with those two teams who have to face off twice with each other. Which I think that'll determine the division compared to the other two teams. The uh, if you're gonna go by team camaraderie, not just because the Ravens had won twenty whatever preseason games. Right. There's a video going around of Zay Flowers, the new his first round wide receiver. And they asked him, they say, okay, stand up, say your name, your college, and your signing bonus. So he goes, Zay Flowers, Boston College, $7 million. And Odell Beckham is standing on a stage, and he just collapses on the stage. And, like, everyone starts, like, taking off their hats, being like, hey, can I can I have some money? money like, right. $7 million. That, that, to me, 
it doesn't make sense, but that to me solidified that I I think the Ravens win this division. And it doesn't make sense because it's off okay. the field, but I just right. think that team is eh, maybe it's a little hard knocksy, but like that right. that team seems like they're they're together. Right. And not the Jadavian Clowney moves the needle that much, but yeah. um the the next and I think this might be my favorite question I've ever asked. Does Deshaun Watson hold the Browns back? Gee, I don't think so. I think he's got a full training camp under his belt. He hasn't been around a masseuse in at least a year and a half. He's ready for to play some serious football, and he's talented. Yeah, no, no, no doubts about that. I think the Browns have probably the most underrated roster yeah, in the league. I think they'll be better. Again, here's another team. I'm thinking they're going to go. Eight and nine, or nine and eight. That, that your wild card race is shaping up to be something special. Absolutely, a bunch of these teams lingering around. Yep. Like, can't be five hundred unless you tie. Right, eight, eight and one. <laughs> They're gonna love that. Uh, next, we have Mike Tomlin, who last year did he say? I think he saved his record last he year. He did. Yeah. So is is this the year? Yeah, is this the Mike Tomlin losing record season? Yes, I, I would think so, yeah. They're the worst team in that division. And I, I didn't think they were good last year. They won games they shouldn't have won. So, yeah, I, I, I just see five wins. I think my big reasoning for this is that Kenny Pickett was actually pretty good last year. He was as a rookie, yep. I think I think this is a sl- sophomore slump, I, and I think it could be like a Justin Herbert sophomore slump. I think Kenny Pickett can be good, right? But you got to go through those growing pains. And you know who the backup is in Pittsburgh? Mitch Trubisky. There you go. Because remember, you thought he was didn't have a job. Uh, yeah, there's. He's got a job. He does. Yeah. He, so he'll probably at some point be in there, starting. So I was gonna say, are Pittsburgh and New England not two of the better like? potential fourth place teams yeah like their teams again th- take the points when they're playing they'll be competitive uh to the afc south the jacksonville jaguars do they remain the kings of this division i think so yeah i think that kind of lifted them to new heights with their first year peterson coach and i think they he's kind of unlocked his quarterback and i think they kind of realized that yeah we have a winning culture here and i think that continues they added a uh, former atlanta falcon and notorious gambler calvin ridley there you go which i i like that move i like that wide receiver group i don't i don't think they got worse and i think yeah. the only thing that could stop this team it's just like any team is a major injury right because I just don't – again, I don't see anybody else in this division that really – Yeah, that can. they've got six games that are going to be winnable for them, I think. Uh, which leads us to, if you want to say second place, but 2-3-4, uh, pretty interchangeable for me. Right. Uh, we'll start with what does DeAndre Hopkins mean in Tennessee? Well, an upgraded wide receiver, like the last two years, how, how many times have we said, like, why are they trading away <laughs> their weakness – <laughs> like it made them even weaker. Like th- that's what they needed was wide receivers. You don't need. It's not like they had a stockpile of four other. Who was it? Johnson. Who's the guy they traded the Eagles? Oh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Thank you. Like, what were you doing? You just basically knocked yourself out of the playoffs and helped the Eagles almost win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they, like if they had AJ Brown, yeah, they probably win they, the division. Yeah, because they got the running attack. We know they're going to run with Henry. You know he's going to run over people. He still does that. 
but they've got no passing attack. Yeah, and this is this is probably the last year of Tannehill too right. in in Tennessee managing the managing quarterback. <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't get wide receivers cuz yeah. Tannehill doesn't that's deserve a, it. Yeah. He's not going to throw it downfield unless it's like uh the Hail Mary situation. Uh the last two teams in the division are a combined combined question and it's um are CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson ready for the spotlight? Um, I th- think Richardson is, to be honest with you. I'm not sh- so sure about Stroud yet. That's funny. I would say the other way around. Okay, just I, from what I've watched. Yeah. Richardson is definitely – he is Cam Newton. Actually, I, I actually think this is a better – I think he's Josh Allen. It could be. Like, obviously, like not Josh Allen today. Josh Allen walking right. into the NFL from Wyoming of, right. like – Oh, he could. He's big and he could run, but can he? Can he throw accurately? Is is his is Richardson's question? Right. Stroud, I think it's just like, is the team around him good enough? Yeah, like I like Devico Ryan's. I think the Texans are going to be my my sweetheart team, where they're kind of like the Miami Marlins, where they're not going to make the playoffs, but right. I'm going to like watching them, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, which leads us into the AFC West, our final division, the Kansas City Chiefs. Is there enough around Patrick Mahomes? We know how yes. great he is. Yes, there always is. The The wide receiver core is definitely a question mark. For sure, but it's like they can plug and play with the way that they run their offense. Just put in whoever. <laughs> I think my number one guy to watch for this team this year is Justin Ross. He was a wide receiver at Clemson for a few years. Okay. And he's been on the chiefs for a couple of years. And I think now with, cause there's no, who's the number one wide receiver. They don't have one. So they'll throw to seven different guys every game besides Kelsey. The tight end. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say he's the number one wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then also the Chris Jones contract holdout where he might not play until week eight is right. definitely a concern. Yep. That's the their best defensive player, but yep. at this point, if you're betting against the Chiefs, I think you're just trying to be different, right? And especially watching quarterback like Mahomes is just he's something special for sure. Although the football magazine did try to compare him already to Brady, which I yeah, think it's a little early. Pump the brakes on that, yeah. yeah. But he he's the generational quarterback of, of this this generation. <laughs> yes. Um. The can uh, I was say Kansas City again? The L.A. Chargers, Justin Herbert got big money. Is there any hangover from that playoff collapse in Jacksonville? I don't think so. Like I look at this team as like stage number three, so they're below the Baltimore, Miami, and I don't know the Jets. <laughs> I guess I'll throw in there. Um, yeah, so they're I don't know. They'll probably be like a ten and seven team. Like they'll be. Re- probably get like a fifth spot or something i can see them being in there and i feel like it doesn't really matter if they're better or worse yeah. like it it just feels like that's the same it's yeah. the same team they're in second and it's just a matter of do they ha- get enough wins to get in the playoffs for a wild card spot uh next we have is russell wilson ready to cook with sean payton i don't think so because he's not the same quarterback that Sean Payton had in New Orleans. So I like everyone's saying, well, he's going to turn him into, I can't even think of the guy's name now. Breeze. Well, thank you, Drew Breeze. Um, 
and I don't think that's the case. This he's a run and gun and make plays out of nothing, and th- that's not how Sean Payton runs his offense. So I, I think this might be Russell's last season in Denver. Ooh, little cut. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree. I think this team is that that tier below, like the tier below the Chargers. Actually, I would throw the Chargers in that like the bottom of that like Baltimore, Miami, yeah, I agree. Jets. Yep. And then the Broncos are somewhere in the middle of the next group. Where like they're not as good as like Cleveland. Right. They're probably better than the Raiders. Yes. Patriots, Steelers are also kind of in yeah, in that cause, mix. Cuz all those g- teams have good coaches. Yeah. Right? And they coaches can win games cuz it's all about Xs and Os. It's, you know, unless you're that odd, you know, rambling Russell Wilson they can win a game or you know the Arizona Cardinals quarterback who's not going to probably play this year no it's going to be like Josh Dobbs is going to be their quarterback uh finally our last AFC team um are the Raiders right to roll the dice with Jimmy G well they got no choice what else are they going to do they they let go the quarterback that's better than the one they have now in my mind. Yep. And again, this is a team that's just kind of in flux again. Like, they're supposed to get good and they pick, make the right moves sometimes and then they make some head scratchers. And yeah, th- here's a, I don't know, they they feel like a 6 and 11 team. Like, is are the Raiders more in like the Patriots Steelers territory or like Texans Colts? Texans Colts because I don't think they have the coach. Yeah. Right? Like the other teams have coaches like, oh, they stole that win, right? You And you always credit the coach when it's like a good coach, right? It's not, a, again, a Russell Wilson, you know, 15 seconds in the pocket and figures out a way to throw it down the field 80 yards and win. <laughs> it's methodical. Uh, I'm trying to think if we did – did we do playoffs with the NFC? Like did we pick the playoff teams? I think we were like brainstorming. So like Buff- oh, right. yeah, Buffalo, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So those are division. Yep. Well, I would say Baltimore, but I w- yep. I would still say yeah. between They're Cincinnati and Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, that would be my 5. So you have two spots left. Right. Miami and the Char- Jets or Not- Chargers. Okay. I w- I Right now, I would say Chargers. Yeah. I think I would say, I think the Dolphins, Jets, and I would th- I would throw the Browns in that mix. Okay. Because I, even with my Deshaun Watson doubts, I think that team is still good enough to make the playoffs. Gotcha. And I couldn't pick right now though. I just those those are the three teams I think could could possibly be that last spot. Uh, that is it for the NFL. Let's go to the NHL where. Uh, your long-awaited flyer re-signed with the Leafs. Yeah, who was that? Because I, I seen it on Facebook, and I I never believed their uh, their news feeds. It didn't say who it was because you got to click on the link. Wait, it said someone who they thought would be a flyer. No, they said a former first-round flyer pick is now a Toronto Maple Leaf. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, was okay. it recently? I was thinking it was like Jay O'Brien or something like that, but <laughs> I never clicked on it. Uh, 
Like, was it like within the last couple of days? Like today, yeah. Oh, it was probably uh, Simon Benoit. Oh, okay. Who is, I think he signed like a one year, 775,000. Right. Uh, play for the Ducks. I don't know if that oh, okay. helps with that. Uh, but Austin Matthews is a Leaf for four more years after this year. So congratulations on Austin Matthews not winning the Stanley Cup for the next five years. Uh, $13.25 million average annual value for the deal, the largest or the highest number in the NHL, eclipsing Nathan McKinnon in a couple of years. Not, not this year, but actually, no, yeah, it would be next year that he will be the highest paid player in the league. And everyone make your Leaf jokes. Not that I'm some Leaf defender, but right. I think anybody, like I saw every radio station talk about how this was a bad thing. Why? Because they signed him? Did you want to get rid of him? Because they didn't sign him to eight years. Well, but he doesn't. He wants the money. What he wants, he wants to wait to see what happens. And he's not going to give up free agency. No. A- any player in their right mind wants to be able to pick when, who they want to play for. And before he, I think it's by the time he turns thirty, he will have made a hundred and fifteen million dollars. Right. Like, that's clearly a smart move, even if you're mad as a Leaf fan. Right. That's, he's going to make more. That's how some of these guys are just going to – I mean, he's the first one to do it, so you're annoyed. Right. But guys are going to start doing this. For sure. They're they going to start doing long. the NHL or the NBA deals. Right. Like, I know Sebastian Ajo signed the eight-year extension, but that's because – He took a hometown discount, for sure. It's the, the teams that have built the right culture, which unfortunately is not Toronto right. yet. Yes, correct. Even I think Colorado is at risk of this because they gave thirteen million to McKinnon. They gave I think ten or eleven to McCarr. They're you invest in your big guns, but sometimes you only have the three or four guys to to really spend that at least the big bucks on. They also extended Sheldon Keefe, which to me was I think more surprising. I was surprised, but it's the right move. You, you need some consistency behind the bench. Especially because, like, by the time, like, if it's really not going well, like, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, they have money. They could just eat eat whatever contract. They don't have to pay Babcock anymore, which I keep forgetting he's in Columbus. But, like, in terms, yeah, Keith, regular season success is guaranteed. With Sheldon Keefe and the Leafs, it's, it's all about the playoffs. Yeah. Which apparently um, – Tyler Bertuzzi wants to say long term. Well, again, he wants money though, right? That's why he signed the one year deal. Everyone's waiting to see how much the salary cap goes off goes up in the off season here. Because within the next couple of years, it's supposed to be like up it, four or five million dollars, right, like an off season, and that's where you can keep a player like Bertuzzi, for sure. Um, Jeff Petrie uh, was flipped to Detroit right after getting traded back to Montreal, so. Didn't have to cross back over the border. And a fun fact, his dad played for the Detroit Tigers. Oh, I he didn't was, know that. He's a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. So Petrie picked number 46, which is what his dad wore. Okay. So little fun fact there in Detroit, who for some reason didn't have right-handed defensemen. <laughs> yeah. And you also heard, too, that um, Petrie didn't have Montreal on his no-trade list because – he didn't figure they would want him again. It's so funny. Um, we do have to switch to a sadder note, uh, the passing of Rick Jenneret. Yes. 81 years old, the Buffalo Sabres legend. 
Correct. They, there's two in Buffalo, and he is definitely one of them. The probably the most like iconic voice and the goal call. Yes. Thanks God, and it's just yeah. like always had a. I always think of what's your what's your Rick Jenneret like moment that you think of. Mayday, Mayday. Mine is uh, La 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 Fontaine. Yeah, I love that one too. Yes, some great Rick Jenneret calls. I, I kind of sure. forgot he retired already. Like oh, he, that he retired. Yeah, I knew that, he, and it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, like, like a, a year, year or two. two. Ago. Yeah, yeah. But um. I don't know. It's maybe one of those, like, you just always have fond memories. Like, obviously, yeah. someone passing away is really sad. But, right. like, Rick Jenneret was just such a, like, positive, happy influence. Right. That he'll just kind of, like, look over us. That's right. Um, Jonathan Taves um, is reportedly not retiring, but he's also not playing this year. Okay. He's uh, taking a step away from hockey, which kind of sounds like retiring. Yeah. But maybe he just doesn't want doesn't to say it yet. But, and you mean Jonathan Taves, right? Did I say Jonathan Taves? No, you said Tavares. Oh, did I? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jonathan Taves. Okay. Chicago Blackhawk captain. Because that would have been breaking news. If you're, it was like, <laughs> Tavares oh, just stepping away? Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say like, did his wife announce it? <laughs> like Matt Stafford. <laughs> uh, another. We talked about how the Leafs don't have the culture. Unlike the Tampa Bay Lightning, who signed Brandon Hagel to an eight-year, $6.5 million per year deal. I thought he was the best Tampa Bay Lightning in the playoffs against Toronto. He impressed me. Like, he was – he. I sometimes I thought it was the other water point. Punk. Yeah. He was that good. The lefty of – points a righty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hagel's a lefty. It just – yeah, he was really good. I, I think that's a good deal. Yeah, six point five million. If you if you did that in the current salary cap, that's a little too high. But in he's a couple years, second, he's your second center, second line center. Yeah. Oh, he's he's worth he's worth the money, especially yep. you're keeping the core in Tampa together. Right. I wonder if they're worried about Stamkos at all. Like I'm not. Like I don't think he's leaving. But his contract's up in the year. No. How much? How much is he gonna want? Because yeah. But all those he guys take got, discounts. Yeah, he already got his big bucks, so he take a hometown discount. Uh, the NHL and Players Association are working on an international competition for 2025. How many years? I should have put that in my bag. Like, how many years are we going to talk about this? A lot. Are we waiting for Russia? That's what you Do we said. We want like, the bad boys of hockey. We've always been the bad boys, but now they're the really bad boys. For off in, ice. Yeah, for political. Well, they have before as well, but I mean, yeah, I get it because... Other sports, Russia's not involved in it, right? The World Baseball Classic. Who cares if Russia's there or not? It does make a difference, right? But yeah, for hockey, it's a superpower. Yeah, it it feels a little different, right? The World Juniors, like you know, you there's teams that you dislike. Yeah, right. The Americans, the Russians, the Russians. But again, now we can include Finland. I would say in that mix, right? right? Sweden. Although if you're playing them in the medal round, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, just any step towards World Cup. Like, Although they're not saying World Cup. years. Like, how many years ago did you watch the final now? 2016. That's terrible. Like, Almost 10 years. We're missing, like, Matthews, McDavid. Like, they're prime years. By the time the World Cup comes, I the one thing I don't know if I want to see again is the Young Guns team. I liked it. I, I thought it was a good idea. And you might have to do it if you're not going to have Russia. You're going to have to have that European team. Which is there. just going to be all Russians. Yeah. 
I just my only thing is this is what it was last time too of the World Cup. You want to see it with McDavid on Team Canada, like right. I, I want to see Connor Bedard on Team Canada, right? Because it's a couple years down the line, but he'll still be under twenty three. But again, it's funny because McDavid's in that same scenario as, or sorry, Bedard's in the same scenario that McDavid was at that time, yeah, where he, he could. He might make Canada, but he'll definitely play on the young guns. And you want, like that was awesome, just watching McDavid and Matthews. Eichel and Matthews. Like yeah. on a, that was, I was cheering for them, like, like almost over Canada. Like it was fun. Like, I can't believe they didn't get in. Yeah, I do right? want to say that. Like I didn't. I don't want the team not to happen. I just want Bedard on Canada. Gotcha. But if Bedard's in the tournament on this team, North America again, I won't be that upset. Just please, let's have some great hockey in September. Best on best. Yes. Um, Alexi Lafreniere uh, signed a two-year extension worth two point three two five million per year. Yeah, I guess he's betting on himself, and that's all you got to do when you're playing on the third line and you're not moving up. I think it's the lo- I think someone said it's the lowest contract the first overall, a uh, lowest second contract the first overall right. pick has gotten. That's and again the way that the salary cap is, that's there's no room, there's no money room for any teams. Do like. Do you remember when he was in the World Juniors? Yeah. How dominant he was? For sure. Yeah. Hurt his knee and still played well. I think he missed a game, came yep. back, and was like still the best player. And now it's just like what – at this point of his career, it's like what What are you? Right. And he's not like he's a bad boy in New York. He's not going out. You're not hearing stories of him, you know, getting in trouble. But you know what? Sometimes that next level is just – not quite you're not going to be quite good it's like alexander daig yep. right everyone <laughs> thought he'd be the superstar didn't turn out that way well uh evan bouchard also got a bridge deal but his is two years 3.9 million that's a good deal both ways for, exactly i agree both ways because bouchard gets a huge raise and short term and now he can again prove himself and then make his nine million dollars somewhere else um, a couple, a couple retirees, Jonas Donskoy and Carl Hagelin, both due to injuries. Yeah, that's sad. Like Hagelin, it's funny because of how many teams he's on. Who, who do you remember him playing on? Pittsburgh. I see, I remember him as a Ranger. Okay. But like, it's not. They're not wrong answers either right. way. Just remember, he's fast. Very fast. Speed. Number sixty-two. Also very random. Uh, I can't believe I waited this long, but I've just been, I didn't really do my notes like chronologically of how I wanted to talk about this stuff, but uh, we have a professional women's hockey league. Yes. The two leagues joining together, the PWHL. Finally. We've got the original six again. That's awesome. Not quite the same teams, but uh, we have teams in Boston, Minnesota, Montreal, New York, Ottawa, Toronto. Very Eastern based. Yeah. I never thought about that. I hope they make a Western conference and then have like Seattle and a California think, team. Yeah, I'm sure that's where, again, it's the beginning of this league, right? So it's like the NHL in the 1950s. They they got to build, right? Just I was surprised, like even the WNBA only has 12 teams. Yeah, that like, was. I, I would I would have guessed, I don't follow it, but I would have guessed 20. Yeah, at least in the 20s. Right, just I watch it, like some highlights on ESPN and like it's always different teams on there. It's not like, oh. It's the same two teams you're playing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Fun that this league starting. Brian Burke is going to be a part of their uh, player, what is it? I can't think of it. The Players Association. 
because um, we were waiting to see what he what was he's doing. Do. Yeah, he's not coming. Well, he might still come back to TV. He'd probably have some time. Like, you only got six teams to worry about. So. He's based in Toronto, yeah. too. Yeah, so you get, might, might get some guest stars there on Saturday Night Hockey. Um, it seems like also the NHL is probably going to put in more of an effort to... I, I just want to know what the effort is. Like, like the WNBA is called the WNBA. Why could d- this not be the WNHL? I th- they probably just want it to be different. Like but, they just want it to be not that it's just an NI- not just the NHL doing this, that they're doing it on their own merit. I, I get it, but I I just thinking for league recognition. That's why I'm sure people call it the NWHL. Yeah, just that might be more slanderous. But they're doing like they have a free agent pe- free agency period. Everyone can sign three players, then they have a draft. Uh, I just think it's a uh, it's different. I think the big thing they are. I guess probably looking for, if not already made a deal for TV, because right. that's what you need. You need exposure for sure. Yeah, like what's the NHL gonna do? That's that's my interest. Is like, are you like we talked about? Like, are you gonna have a four o'clock game on? I almost said Maple Leaf Gardens, at you know at the <laughs> Scotia Bank. Bank. Almost said ACC, um, at four o'clock, right? Double header. It's Toronto Ottawa and Toronto, Toronto Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. You know that would I mean? be like, the best way to do it. Do, yeah. Because I think um, they've already said the Ottawa team, because none of them have, like, names or logos or yeah, anything okay. yet. Um, but Ottawa is going to play out of the 67s arena. Gotcha. So I, I imagine it would be more like that. Like, I wonder if the Toronto team plays out of, like, Coca-Cola right. Coliseum. Yeah, exactly. That would make sense. Because for some reason, it's not Rico anymore. Money. Um uh, Phil Castle said that he's willing to end his Iron Man streak in order to get a job. Wow, well, that's I'm surprised. I guess Vegas doesn't want him back. They played a ring there. Played 82 games last there, year. There you go. And I don't think he played a playoff game. No. Uh, I just think it's probably the smart. Like that's that's something for me. Like, how would this guy not get a PTO, like a professional but, tryout? Yeah, because there's lots of them going around right now. I think the best one has to be Sam Gagne because he's going back to Edmonton. Right, right. I think that's the perfect guy for the Oilers. Yeah. But uh, I hope Phil Kessel, I don't know where I want him to get a job, but he deserves a job. Boston? I was thinking Boston, maybe Pittsburgh? Yep. So Some, back to one of his old stomping grounds? Yeah, I, that's, that's one of my favorite things in sports. Um, the Buffalo Sabres uh, are trying to stop uh, home games for – Toronto. That's a weird way of saying this. The Buffalo Sabers are chain are trying to change pre-sale tickets okay. to stop Toronto fans from buying all the tickets. Okay. So they're gonna do it by zip code, or by location. Well, what? So like, if I tried to buy a ticket, they say no. They're. I think it's just they're limiting how many tickets. Oh, oh, I can't believe they can do. It. I'm surprised. I wonder if they would still sell out then. Well, I think then if you just, like, go to the box office, you could still get tickets. Right. But I think it's just the uh, limited okay. number of pre-sale tickets. Because gotcha. I think they're saying it for every team, but, like, it's just it, for Toronto. Toronto. yeah. There's no other, like, people from Ottawa aren't Are driving to no. Buffalo no. or no. Detroit. No, no. The Rangers. <laughs> no. <laughs> gotta go, gotta get across the state, New York to <laughs> yeah. Buffalo. That's right. Um, lastly, we have... The Champions Hockey League, which is uh, Europe-based teams playing in a kind of like it's like an in, the NBA in-season tournament. Right. So they play their season and they play in the, the Champions League. 
I think. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Um, they're imp- implementing three new rules, which are a full two-minute power play, no matter Regardless. if the team scores or not. I like it. That's how it originally was. Because you said it was Montreal. NHL. Montreal changed that, yeah. Um, there will still be a penalty if a goal is scored on a delayed penalty. That that one, I'm... Yeah, because the reason why I'm kind of... Like I was saying yes before, but now I'm kind of like, eh, because you're getting an advantage. You're, you're pulling your goalie, and you can't get scored on. Yeah. Yeah, right, you're true. already getting an advantage, so now you're getting another advantage. You score, and now you get two now two more minutes, and you get another chance. I think that out of the three, to me, is my least favorite. Yeah. And then the third one is that a penalty will end on a shorthanded goal. Yeah, I like that. I think it's cool just because like it's going to make the shorthanded team to be aggressive. Try, exactly, and you should be penalized for getting scored when, on when you have one less player on the ice. Yeah, and uh, I think... My rule for the, my thing for the NHL has always been either run the full two minutes yeah. or take away the other team's ability to ice, ice the puck. Ice the puck, right. Call it icing. Just why is the ch- why do they get an advantage when they have a penalty? What do you think is between those? So it's either the so it's the full two minutes and they can ice the puck or you can only score white once but icing gets called. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is better? <clears throat> That's I don't know. That's I don't know. I like both. So I I just wish they would do either one. Because I almost feel like if you can't ice the puck, you're going to have teams try and score because if they're including that other rule where if you score and now you can get your guy out of the box, you're going to have way less guys shooting the puck down the ice. Yeah, they're going to try to they're carry try it try and carry it, yeah. And then, of course, get, you know, Mitch martyred and the other team will come around and score. <laughs> Uh, that is that's all we got for the NHL. Let's go to the NBA. Um, not a lot of NBA happening. Uh, I did want to talk about the FIBA World Cup, which has been going on since we've been here. Canada three and one at the World Cup. So the interesting thing about the FIBA World Cup is that the first two rounds are both group stages. So you play your first like round robin, first three round robin games. Top two teams advance. You advance into a second group. And now Canada's in a scenario where they went 3-0 and in their first first group. They lost today to yeah, Brazil. Right. Uh, thanks to former Raptor Bruno Caboclo. I don't mm, know if you remember that name. No. The guy that was three years away from being three years away. Oh, uh, that's why I don't remember. He would like 19 points, 13 rebounds, and three blocks. Oh, now you play well. Yep. <laughs> Against Canada. Um, so now they... Canada is in a must-win game Sunday against Spain to advance to the quarterfinals. Okay. And if they advance to the quarterfinals, they also get an automatic bid into the Olympics. That's huge. It'll probably be the biggest game in, in Canadian basketball history. Yeah, for the longest time anyway. Until they make an Olympic final. Right. Um, James Harden was fined $100,000 for his calling Daryl Morey a liar. Of course, he should. Uh, and then also Dwight Howard is trying to recruit him to play in Taiwan. Wow. So I I don't even know. Like, do, do we want to see that? I kind of want to see that. Is Juwan Howard not coaching Michigan anymore? Dwight or, Howard. Oh, Dwight Howard. Sorry. I think Juwan Howard is still, still coaching. Um, what else do we, Oh, uh, so the in-season tournament, they announced the schedule. Um, 
for some reason, so you play your four games, but you also get one week where you're either not playing or you don't have a tournament game. I've okay. noticed because it starts at the beginning of November, but the Raptors, uh, the Raptors schedule is very condensed. Uh, they play at home November 17th against Boston right. as their first game. Then November 21st, they're at Orlando. Right. Three days later, they're home for the Bulls, which will be the return of DeMar DeRozan's daughter probably. Right. Screaming her head off. And then they finish November 28th at Brooklyn. Okay. So out of those four games, then you advance to the next round. I think the Raptors actually have a pretty decent chance. Yeah, like, well, it's probably going to be the only time I watch the Raptors this year is to see if they can win the in, in-house tournament because <laughs> they're not winning anything else. Uh, again, not a lot in the NI- in the NBA, but there was uh, a controversy with uh, a track star, Noah Lyles, who was annoyed that the NBA, when they win a championship, they called themselves the world champions. Yep. He said, what are you the champions of, the United States? And that's fair. I understand his argument, but then every NBA player was like, does he not understand what world champions mean? Because the NBA is the best basketball league in the world. Right. So I think that's where world champions come from. It's not like international champions. And also the league is pretty like diverse. Like It's not all Americans. You know, it's funny you say that because the NHL is the only league that doesn't say that. We're the world champions. The other three leagues do. The NHL doesn't say that. Yeah, they true. just say they're Stanley Cup champions. Does the World Series say that? Yep. We're world champions. Hmm. Yep. World Series. World Series right? champions. World champions. Okay. But it's also, yeah, it's... Football. You're the best it. league in the world. Yeah. And I, the NHL, I would say, is. Yeah. They have that right to say that, but they don't. But it's such a hockey thing to be like, no, no, right. no, we don't want to talk about this. Let's be, let's be modest. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not world champions. Uh, that's, that's also, that's how we talk. We always, oh, I'm so sorry. I saw, I saw a video of uh, Canadian road rage and this truck cut someone off and they honk the horn and they go, oh, I'm so sorry for honking at you. <laughs> of course. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the other sports. Um, for me, uh, Victor Hovland wins the tour championship, which is like the, the, the championship of golf because of course there's no pga championship in august so how, what are we going to watch in our in august for golf which is a summer sport they yeah, have no. to add something else we have the playoffs the, yes. the fedex playoffs. playoffs and then uh then they got the Ryder cup right be the other the other big and the golf other event and the other thing Ryder cup and they have another team oh presidents presidents cup i thought they only did they like switch. one or the other yeah it's every two years for yeah. one or the other um so shout out victor hovland and scotty scheffler who started off the tournament the final tournament at 10 under he was ahead yeah and hovland morikawa all of those guys heated up uh we also have ncaa college football underway week zero week zero completed week Week one underway (laughs) um that i mean i know notre dame blew out army army navy 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 um, but in Ireland getting to, yeah, I was going to say getting to go to Ireland right. for a Notre Dame game must yeah. be one of the best experiences, which one right. of my friends who doesn't even care about football yeah, got to see. That's not fair. Come on, Stefan. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> um, uh, on the TV right now that only I can see, uh, the U S open is on. Yes, I can kind of see it through the 
picture. <laughs> a reflection? At, yeah, I just can't see the score. I'm looking there's, at the there's no, it's a commercial. I know. <laughs> um, Domino's, now it's the 10th sale. Uh, U.S. Open, early, early round thoughts. Well, all the players that are seated in Djokovic's quarter are losing, so he's going to have a pretty easy... Path. Path, thank you, to the finals. I think the match of the tournament is going to be Akaraz and Sinner again. That's a quarterfinal matchup, so stay tuned for that. And on the women's side, it's wide open. Wozniacki's into the fourth round. She hasn't played tennis since 2019. Had two kids. Started uh, Was actually a pretty good uh, color commentator for the tennis I actually l- I thought she was doing a good job. Decides to go play tennis again, and she's, like, winning everything. Yeah, well, not winning everything, but, I mean, she's in the fourth round. Beat Kvitova. Yeah. Sad one. Uh, luckily, I still got Pagula. Pagula is my, is my newer newer tennis player. Right. Svatek's on fire. I, I think Coco wins it. My, that's just my two thoughts on that, but Svatek is just – she's. I, I don't think she's lost more than one game in any of her matches so far. It's all 6-1, 6-love. Like, she's mad. And uh, Jabur, who's hurt right now, or has a she, virus. She, yeah, she's just fighting her way through. It's, I, I always like her because I never know if she's going to crack a smile or start crying. She just has that face. And I, 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 I usually don't like those kind of players because I don't like the negativity. But it's not always negative. It's, sometimes it's a, she surprises me and... She kicks the ball and laughs. Like she's just she's just out there. But uh, yeah, I, I like watching her play. All right, so Coco and Coco's the winner this year. And men's side, men's side. I'm gonna say Alcaraz defends his title, beating Djokovic. Yes, there's only two players. There's nobody else close. I was watching- other than Sinner. Sinner plays up to Alcaraz's level when he plays Alcaraz, though. Is he? I was gonna say, is he gonna make it there? I love well, Sinner as that's mine. the biggest. That's the biggest hurdle in my mind for Alcaraz. He he can play with Medvedev all day. He 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 will beat him. He's in his head. And on the other side, I don't. I just I don't see any like Fritz and the the Americans are good, but they're not good. Enough. They're good enough to win one set on Djokovic, and that's it. And then he decides to turn it up and. I like watching Alcaraz against the South African Evans, and it's just like he's just on a sh- another stratosphere. He he's so good, and but he's so fun. Like he high fived, fived with him. Yeah, at the net, they he made a nice shot or whatever, and like they even talk about that, like how he's happy even when he's not winning points. And he said, "But I'm playing tennis," is what he said in his post interview. Like I'm out here, like I'm g- making some of those shots too. So this is fun. Yeah, right. It's such a like a positive, I don't know. He, he's going to make tennis even better than it already has with the other big three, in my mind. As long as he can stay healthy. Uh, bigger, I guess, who is who's the best American contender in your mind, Paul or Fritz? I'd say Paul. He, he looked good against Alcaraz in Canada, where we are. Yep. Right? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But, yeah, I, I think he's got a good, good shot. Um, probably a quarterfinal kind of guy. Uh, which brings us to our pick aside, which is which is the more important stats to separate, and that is the NBA post merger or the NFL with increasing number of games. I'd have to go with the post merger. 
just because, yeah, it's another game. So it's another more stats for everybody in anything. Sacks, interceptions, touchdowns, yardage. I don't know. Because you go from 16 to 7, or you go from 14 to 16 to 17. 17 right. Like the Steve Largen stats aren't going to match up to the Calvin Johnson stats, which aren't going to match up to the Justin Jefferson stats. Right. Like you look at the undefeated Miami Dolphins. They only 14? played a 14-game schedule. So, like, real, realistically, New England won as many games as they did, if not more, but didn't win the last one. Yeah. Did the Eagles? They did the Eagles get to like? Didn't they get to like 12 and 0 or something? Yeah. 11 and maybe 11 and 0. Yeah. Again, I, every I I love every year when it whoever the last undefeated team loses and right. it's they, yeah pop the pop champagne. Pop the champagne in Miami. Although a lot of a lot of those guys aren't alive anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad. There was a they had a thirty for thirty, I don't know, it must have been like a fifty year anniversary or something, and yeah, a lot of them have have passed on. Um, so I guess so I'm MBA post merger. I think my best argument is that bringing in the ABA, it was actually I think people forget forget or probably were too young to know, including myself, that the ABA was actually like a competitive league. Yeah. Although like they the WHA, except it was even better. They had the intention of merging, which would probably have sucked, like, to not know. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to merge. Like, that was their goal. But if it, it stayed, like, they created the dunk contest. I think they had the three-point line Already. for the NBA, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Colored ball. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> but then bringing those two leagues together into one made it such a a spectacle once it was once it was one league is really and yeah like the three-point line is such a big deal now absolutely that like back then i was like ah we'll shoot a couple a game but now it's like it's it's how you win it's just yeah, three pointers for sure which is kind of sad yeah uh our next so our next pick aside is going to be uh because we have a quick turnaround it's going to be who are the 2024 super bowl champions wow Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm, I keep trying to think of a creative answer, and then it's like, but the best teams are the best teams for a reason. Yes. Off the top of my head, I'm going to go with the Washington Generals. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That is all I've got. Let's get to your bad, good, and great. Okay. Starting off with the bad with the U.S. Open, Laura Sigmund slow playing all match and then coco loses it in the third set and then she cries complaining that new yorkers don't like me yeah well then just follow the rules yeah the whole like cheating like they thought i was a cheater it's like you're not a cheater but you are breaking the rules right you're just not getting it's not getting enforced yeah and and i think coco being mad was more at the it wasn't at sigmund it was at the ref if right. if they're gonna are the ump, what do, are they ump? They are um, umpires. Um, I believe you're I giving you're giving advantage you're giving an advantage an unfair advantage to Coco who I mean to be fair plays about as fast as I've seen anyone yeah, play for sure for sure. But you have to play to, to speed, the to speed of the server. You can take your time when you're serving. Yeah. You can you've got that thirty second. It's just like a pitch count. Right, but it's a little bit more. Ah, well, we're gonna start it now because they're going to get their towel. 
so they need a few extra seconds to get there and come back so it's a little bit they i think they just had to they just have to bring it like okay points over you got 30 seconds yeah yeah that's fair um since september 6 1995 the fewest days below 500 in august or later in the mlb the new york yankees won the Dodgers, 233, the Cardinals, 283, the Braves, 328, and the Red Sox, 384. Yep, disaster of a season. It's, it's, yes, you can say that, yes. Um, oh, here we go. Sorry, I have to go back to my pictures again. Uh, the The preview to it is the last time the Jets... Oh, here we go. The last time the Jets played on NBC, the butt fumble game. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving 2012. Wow. That's amazing. Now they get a Monday night game to start the season. That's right. I wonder if they play on Thursday. I'm sure they do. And they probably try to give them as many primetime games as possible. For sure. Uh, the last time uh, the Jets played a, in a playoff game. Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl in 2010. Wow. Again, Mark Sanchez. Yep. AFC Championship game. There you go. Uh, the last time that the Jets won the <laughs> AFC East. Um, 2001. Pretty close. Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson were two years old, and it was 2002. Wow. <laughs> That's... It's been a long time. And... The last time that the Jets won the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Namath? Yeah. Do you know the year? 19, say, 69. Correct. Woohoo! And you know what happened that year? Uh, moon landing? That's right. Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. Very good. Good history lesson for the New York Jets. I always just remember it because it was after the Leafs won their last cup. Ah, gotcha. Um, a good segue into... Um, my, if I can get there, maybe not, that also sounded like David, Le David Letterman's segment that he always did, okay. where he's like, the top 10 things I want to say to this person, <laughs> that sounded like your jet, your jet This slang. is my MLB longest title drought, do you know the... Biggest the Toronto Maple Leafs of baseball right now. Believe it. Well, does the name change make a difference? It, you can the, just use the city name. The Cleveland franchise. Correct. Do you know what year? I remember. I don't really remember, but I remember when it was them and the Cubs. It was like 1910 or 19. I'll say like in the 50s. 1948. Oh. But then after that, most teams have won. And, again, this is among World Series winners. Yeah. Right? So you can't include the Texas Rangers here. But Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates, 1979. We are family. <laughs> wow. Uh, then the Baltimore Orioles in 1983. Detroit Tigers in 84. That's the team that went, like, 32-4 and four in their first 36 games. That was... Uh, I want to say Kirk Gibson might have been playing for the Tigers then when he won, because he won a few titles. 
Uh, and the Mets, the miraculous Mets in 86 for you Boston Red Sox fans. I'm sure you remember that one. Billy Buckner. I didn't know he died. And hey, Billy Buckner. Yeah. yeah, a few years ago. I didn't know that. Um, all right. What else do we got? Oh, um, Chicago White Sox. South side is a little dangerous. Yeah, someone, someone got shot. Yeah. They, I'm surprised this hasn't happened before because I've heard that you can't step outside of that stadium. Like it, It's like instant, like dangerous territory fire in garbage cans and like you need to get out of there where the cubs it's total opposite like the cubs is like the bear yes correct you got restaurants and go have fun and uh my last bad is um the austin matthews contract so yes he signs for 13 plus million dollars Mm mm-hmm Josh Donaldson is making $16 million, <laughs> hitting 147 and hitting seven home runs and got released from the New York Yankees. Okay, I like this bad, not just the contract's bad, but the, I'm guessing this is like an it's, NHL. This is the NHL versus the other leagues bad. The, the, like, yes. Oh, my God, he's making the most money in the NHL. He's not even probably the top 100 players in MLB. I think, I think they said that. I think the – I can't remember which sport it was, but the highest he was in the other three sports was like 88th in terms of highest paid. So there you go. So congratulations, Gary Bettman. You're getting what you want your owners done for you or vice versa. Um, Good. The Edmonton Elks took him off the bad list. Oh, it's good. It's not great. It's not, no, it's not. It can't be great if it's your first game, first win in, since 2019. I was excited for even, this one. You weren't even the Elks then. You were the Eskimos the last time you won a game. First game win as an Edmonton Elk over Ottawa, my team. Two-game win streak. Yep, now they're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best preseason again. I just mentioned that, Washington, Baltimore. It it really was a, a, like, you know, I just, like, turn it on for a couple minutes. Oh, let's see what the score is. Oh, it's it's a good game. And then even, (laughs) even they were the commentators, it was Buck. And uh, Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman, and they were saying, like, Troy, you usually have your suitcase packed up by the third quarter and you're ready to get out of here. But he goes, yeah, I know this is a good game. <laughs> and it was. Um, on to the great. Um, just have the one, which is um, the uh, Western Southern Open Final, Djokovic and Al- Alcaraz. Three hours and 48 minutes to play three sets. Thank goodness. Imagine if that was a five-set match. They'd still be playing. <laughs> uh, anyway, longest match in tournament history. It was the greatest match that supposedly Djokovic has ever won. The hardest match, which I'm surprised you would say that. He's had some epic five-set matches with Nadal and Federer. So I was surprised he said that. But anyway, he didn't look very good, actually, early on. He was pulling the old, oh, I, I'm got cramps and I don't feel good and he looked grumpy and then all of a sudden he ch- and of course he rips his shirt at the end of it which just he, that drives me nuts when he does that give that to like a homeless person why rip a perfectly good <laughs> shirt just needs a washing yeah a good, Another good washing to, to dislike Djokovic and that's all I got for you all right uh so next week expect Tuesday Wednesday uh, final, final full NFL preview, Super Bowl champs, playoffs, awards. I guess yeah, we'll, we'll have enough time. So we'll, I don't want to do any other sports. We'll do over unders. We'll we'll really deep dive the right. NFL season. 
Sounds good. All right. All right. And besides that, we will see you next time.